0: welcome to the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition, where we aim to maximize your understanding and minimize your need for memorization. Each episode will recap content, skills, and test-taking tips to help you succeed in May. I'm your host, Melanie Kingett, and your recap starts now. Hi, and welcome to the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition. Today's episode will focus on FRQ annotations. Let's zoom out. In just a few weeks, you will be taking the AP Chemistry exam. Congrats! You've made it! All of your hard work is about to pay off. The final piece you need is strategies for multiple choice and FRQs. We already recapped multiple choice questions in episode 44, so today we are focusing on the free response questions. Let's zoom in. The FRQ section has seven questions consisting of several sub-questions. Three sets are long free response questions, which are each worth 10 points, and four are short free response questions, which are worth four points each. It is suggested to take 23 minutes for each long FRQ and nine minutes for each short FRQ, adding up to 105 minutes. Timing is, similar to the multiple choice questions, Something that has to be practiced. We are talking about practice. But how to practice? Good news. The free response questions from 2014 to 2018 are publicly available on the College Board homepage. And not just the questions. You can also access the scoring guidelines and Sample responses with commentary. Why is that good news? Why is it? Because it allows you to practice, practice, practice. Practice. And not just by answering them, but also by scoring your own work and even checking out other students' work and seeing where they got points and where they lost points. Why would you want to do that? Well, why not? Because it will really help you to work through the scoring guidelines and examples to better understand what you are getting points for. Let's briefly take a look at the setup of the FRQ section. It starts with the periodic table and the equation sheet. You cannot remove them from the package. You will have to go back and forth. Familiarize yourself with the setup of the equation sheet before exam day so that you know where to find the equations you might need during the exam, and you don't waste time searching. On exam day, you will, however, see one difference in the layout compared to the FRQs from 2014 to 2018. Starting in 2021, there will be a blank space after each sub-question for you to answer. The past exam questions had line space at the end of the longer short question set. So let's zoom further in and talk about the key points of how to answer the FRQs. I'll show you how. First and foremost, RTFQ. Read the freaking question. I know that sounds a bit trivial and you might be, well, of course I'm reading the question, but I mean really, really. Read. What is it asking for? In what format? For example, if it asks you to write the electron configuration of an element, do not write the noble gas configuration. You will only get points on the full electron configuration. And that leads already to the second part, ATFQ. Answer the freaking question. Let's look at two aspects specifically. Answering with a written response and using calculations.
1: Hello, AP students. Producer Brad here to tell you about the importance of hard work and... Okay, they're gone. Here's the deal. One procrastinator to another, you haven't started studying. Hey, no. You don't need to lie to me or make up excuses. You're among friends. We're in the trust tree, okay? Now, like I was saying, you haven't started studying and I haven't started editing the episode you're listening to. But guess what? It doesn't matter. We thrive under pressure. Does awesome stuff happen when you carefully plan for months and months? No. Awesome stuff happens at the end, when the clock is winding down. Hail Mary touchdown passes, buzzer beaters from half court, walk-off slams, fireworks, dessert, every action movie ever. This is when legends are born. With that being said, it doesn't hurt to give the material a once-over. That's where the binge comes in. Sign up for a virtual binge review session today at theabsoluterecap.com. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E recap.com. And then go be awesome like your hero, me.
0: Generally, all FRQ sub-questions can be answered in five sentences at the most, many of them in two or three sentences. Do not write a paragraph like you would for English class. Answer the question, period. You can use the CER approach to stay on track. Make a claim, which is a one sentence statement. Some questions specifically ask you to agree or disagree, yes or no. Then you have to start your claim with, I agree or I disagree. E, evidence. Now you have to support your claim. When you go through the past FRQs, you can see that you often have data provided. Use that data or graph to support your claim. That also doesn't have to be more than one sentence. And then lastly, when asked to explain or justify your answer, write a short reasoning within a sentence or two Define the chemical concept. For example, Coulomb's law, and then describe how the concept connects your data with the claim. This takes some practice, but it will allow you to fully answer the question. Let's take a closer look at the writing itself. Use your words and vocabulary to be as specific as possible. Would you tell us, please, specifically? Do not write, and then it will dissociate. What is it? Name the compound you are referring to. You may use common abbreviations. These include, for example, IMFs, for intermolecular forces, or LDFs, for London dispersion forces. Don't make up your own abbreviations. In some questions, you are asked to support your answer with a calculation. Good news! You are allowed to use a calculator for the free response questions. Please make sure it is charged. For all calculations, show your work. My advice beyond that is also, include units. As we all know, units are friends. Including units helps us to double check our calculation setup and our calculated values. Be careful again to read closely if the answer is supposed to be in a specific unit. The question itself can also help us in that regard. For example, when you are asked to calculate the change in enthalpy in kilojoules per mole, you know you have to divide by mole. While we are speaking about enthalpy, another great example for the importance of units is the calculation of Gibbs free energy using enthalpy, temperature, and entropy. Enthalpy is reported in kilojoules per mole, entropy in joules per mole k. You need to make sure to A, have your temperature in Kelvin, and B, to either convert enthalpy to joules or entropy to kilojoules. Also, be very careful with your variables. Lowercase k, the rate constant, and uppercase k, the equilibrium constant, are two completely different variables. Make sure you are not sloppy when writing your variables. Last but not least, a word about significant figures. In the past, one question has been scored with respect to significant figures. You won't know which one, So, make sure to always use the right number of significant figures. Do not just copy seemingly endless numbers like 1.23456789 from your calculator. When in doubt and struggling with determining significant figures, my tip, report your answer with three. To recap, the FRQ section has three long and four short question sets. You will have 105 minutes to answer the questions. Past free response questions are available on the College Board website. Make sure you read questions carefully. To answer the question, you shouldn't need more than a few sentences and can use the CER format. Use precise language. For calculations, make sure you show all your work, use units throughout, and report your answer with the correct number of significant figures. Coming up next on the Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition, Test Taking Tips 2021. Today's question of the day is about annotations. True or false? You are not allowed to bring a highlighter to mark information in the exam booklet. For the answer to the question of the day, please follow us on Instagram at The Absolute Recap. That's the A-P-S-O-L-U-T-E Recap. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get podcasts. For updates on episode schedules, study guides, and to contact us with questions and suggestions, please visit our website, theabsoluterecap.com. The Absolute Recap is produced by Brad Kingett with music by Zach Caruso. Today's episode was written by Sarah Rader. Time's up, Bunsen burners off. Thank you for listening to The Absolute Recap Chemistry Edition. AP is a registered trademark of the College Board. Copyright 2020, Absolute Recap LLC. All rights reserved.